Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of The Lodgecast. I'm your Lodgemaster. With me, as always, is Brother Bishki. I love Natalie Portman. <laughs> oh, you just Brother... spoiled it. I, I, <laughs> I had it between him, her and Hathaway, sorry. Brother Lucas in the back. Lucy in the sky with diapers. And uh, as if you couldn't already tell, Brother Nathan is here. Hey, I have never taken LSD. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a drug ever, movie, right? It's a drug movie. Have you ever watched diaper? I, I just straight out the bat, I gotta confess, I don't know anything about this movie at all. That is exactly Is everybody like the same right there? I know this... one thing about this movie. Natalie Portman does not wear a diaper in this movie. <laughs> so this is our like box lux. Like, you guys this screen. This is my favorite flavor of Lodgecast because we are here at the Burbank 16 at 10. 10 15 p.m. show. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're doing it. Get it. And none of us know a damn thing about this film. Oh. I mean, Bishki. I know, I know Rotten Tomatoes I, I know score. Bishke I know it's it not. Don't say that. And I'm going to say the biopic, like yeah. Rocket Man or. No. Okay. Uh, okay. I know the box Rhapsody. office that it had last week. Oh, this has nothing to do with the Lennon McCarthy uh, creative duo. Yes. But I, I've we... seen the thumbnail on the AMC A Lister <laughs> apps that we all have. And it's a moon, you know, yep. and a girl. So, I mean. That's all we need to know. In Portman, we've been in this world before with her. So. The other thing we only know is that it was released like last week and it's already on its way out. Yeah. yeah, it got dumped. Ooh, so there, this, these are the movies that I feel like it is our duty, it is our moral imperative to see them before they leave theaters. It's got, it's got some whiffs of Marwan. Yeah, whiff, whiffs of Marwan. Whiffs of Marwan. This We're might, downwind of Marwan. This might be the final night that this plays. You, you know what the canary in the coal mine for me was? Because there's always a landmark telltale sign. And I think you sent it to me, Lodge Master, the screenshot of the empty theater like just empty empty like there's no other people thinking the same thing you're thinking people are staying away from this and we need to we need to investigate like a scooby-doo crew (laughs) and find out what what smells good in stinkville of lucy in the sky like we need to figure it out i will say this i will say this i'm very interested in the filmmaker noah holly he's great fargo tv series he's great yeah he's 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 definitely trying to like reach a a higher level than most people strive for so i'm very appreciative and respectful 
of his ambition. And, I feel and, like it's going to be an overreach uh, situation. Intellect. Like, he's definitely bending over backwards in some weird cinematic yoga poses, metaphorically speaking. We owe it to him. Mm-hmm. If you guys out there haven't seen Fargo the TV series because you're afraid it's going to impugn on your perfect, I perfect Fargo no, it's movie. It's great. I love it's the great. movie. I love I the, the TV series. It's two they can both oranges. exist. They yeah. can both exist. They, they can. They're great. It's a good All use of I IP. know is it's the Lodge Master's birthday. It is Woo! my birthday. A special birthday treat birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lodge Master. Lucas has already given me a publicity still from Taxi Driver of uh, <laughs> Jody Foster. So, uh, and... A piece bro- of chicken, and, man. And Brother Nathan has given me a very fancy-looking joint. So it has this, gold. I gave you, like, I gave you best, an It Chapter but, 2 balloon, but it flew away. But it flew it away. The best part is that we're in a Burbank <laughs> parking garage, and as Brother Bishki is getting into the, uh, <laughs> the, the edge... The edge it, it gets away from him. The balloon, like, like in the movie. The balloon just floated up, and now we're looking there looking at a, the balloon a, through the moon roof. <laughs> faint giggle. It's like Lucy in the sky. It is. So oh, I'm about to oh, reach into this sack. Yeah, yeah. Dig in and pull out. We got noisemakers. Here we go. Oh, oh, here oh. It's getting wild. Get him in the back seat. Discount <laughs> noisemakers for Party City. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. All right. We got to right. watch these people parking next to us thinking we're doing like whippets or like kind of. <laughs> oh, we got some, we got some, we got some media. Ooh, we got like Swordfish on Blu-ray. We're going to yeah. watch that soon. We got Vampire in Brooklyn on DVD. Stuntwoman Stunt died on that. We got Virtuosity on DVD. That was Denzel's Virtuosity. first $10 million payday. And we got Primary Colors That's on DVD. based on Bill Clinton. Swordfish we will be watching <laughs> later this month. Those are essential. And there's one more little beautiful. thing in there, but I don't, I don't know. This is, this is to keep Lucas oh away. Oh my God. Oh boy. Oh, oh, should I do this? Okay, once. Once. <laughs> an air horn. It's an air horn, guys. If the theater's as empty as it says it was, it's air, an air horn. Air horn confirmed. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Yes. I feel very loved. That and bag is spectacular. To be too. true, there is no place I would rather be on the later end of my birthday than right here talking about whatever the, the fuck this movie's going to be. Yes. In, in the, the trenches. Parking garage. It's the best yeah. part. Trenches, it's man. the best part because we don't, that's all we get is the we anticipation. Get, we get a whiff of that what island's dumpster smell before walking up the hallowed steps, <laughs> the Trevi steps, the fountain steps, the Burbank 16 exactly steps. how we enter the, the buildings now. Yeah. And there's nothing else to really say about Lucy in the Sky because we don't know what we're getting into. It's yeah. uncharted territory. I think it's Salad City, but we're gonna just find gotta out. Just gotta go in, we'll see. clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. And we're gonna have that air horn for fucking Lucas. If yeah, he falls asleep. Right I'm here. bringing it, I'm bringing it. <laughs> All right, guys, love and light. Love and light. Let's go. Lucy in the sky with Precious little diamond. how it is you go up there you see everything the whole universe 
And everything here looks so small. We're so small. And then you splash down, what, you go to Applebee's, you know, Monday night football, clip your toenails. And all you can think about is, when can I go back? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, day. We just got a face full of movie, guys. We're getting our earth legs back here. <laughs> we are we are deep in, into the midnight hour. Oh, and, uh, oh, my God. Well, before we get into it, we just triumphantly wrestled that balloon down from, what? what, what is that, 10 feet? That's, that's at least 10. Yeah, that's yeah. at least 10. <laughs> we used ingenuity. All of us put our minds together and got that balloon down. Yeah! Just yeah. so Brother Bishke can read the schnapps in a special helium-tastic way. Brother Bishke, what's that Lucy in the Sky schnapps? In Lucy in the Sky, Natalie Portman <laughs> plays Lucy Cola, a strong woman whose determination and drive <laughs> as an astronaut take her to space, where she's deeply moved by the transcendent experience seeing her life from, from afar. Back at home, Lucy's world suddenly feels too small. Her connection with reality slowly unravels. <laughs> Beautiful. Here we got it out. Yeah! Woo. Lucy in the Sky with diamonds, man! I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> so... Brother Nathan, you thought oh, it was going to be Anne Hathaway? Is that so, I, I, yeah, <laughs> first all day first. I was like, it's one of them. I yeah. know, because I was like, it's Interstellar-esque. Right. And I don't remember any of the trailer now. Sure. I remember there were flourishes where she's levitating. Well, there's we no, there is no way to market this movie. No. I mean, oh, they well. put a trailer together. Oh, they did they. I, <laughs> I was telling Brother <laughs> Nathan on the walk us. in, I, I, I think I saw the trailer in the theater, but it's been so yeah. long. But how, like, how would you market this? How like, do you market it? Well, they market no it as a space movie. They market right. it as Ad Astra. It's, it's a, not it's a space, much of a space movie. Space, really. But it's a drama. It is on the ground, mostly. It is definitely a drama. So... We go in, th this theater in the 16, I forget what it was, th screen 13, 13 or something? 13. Uh, unlucky 13. Oh, unlucky 13 yeah. <laughs> and that's the theater where things go to die. I think that's yeah. <laughs> that's around where we saw Marwin. It's there's no, there's no newbie playing with Maria Menounos. There's it's nothing. Dead it's dead quiet it's, The lights the are on, the seats are dirty. <laughs> oh, the seats even, are, are almost disintegrating. Like, yeah. Even, the, even the, in the yeah. low light, yeah. the seats, you can see that they're caked with just... Porno theater quality. Yeah. Like Times Square 1986 bad memories. Like, like the dark side of the arc light crossing oh, it on crossing your legs it's so gross in that theater but we proudly sat down with a small crack team of weirdos that came out today am i actually like six about, people about, in yeah about the audience it's it's either one of two types of people yeah pros like us total pros a-listers a or, or Disgruntled roommates or lovers who stormed out of their houses and didn't want to go home yes. right away. And we're like, because nobody walked out. Oh. And that's how you know you're either a pro or you're like hiding out because nobody walked out. out. Well, I, yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. Left. I feel like at least one of those guys was just there to dry out, too. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Like, Hit the bar. Alone, he's like, if I can make I don't it to think that I theater. to the end credits like the rest of us. But oh. nobody walked out. Nobody and I, walked and I out. I made no. point of that. We were in it together. People even came in late yeah, and there was stayed. A couple yes, that was shocking to me. They didn't want to. Come home, I oh, guess. so Whoa. what the? Whoa. What is this movie? What yeah. is this movie? 
Well, I mean, right? how, the first I, Fox you know, Searchlight. No wonder they went out of business. <laughs> yeah, when I saw the fanfare, I was like, "Oh, 20th Century Fox." And then, oh, oh yeah, Searchlight. We're okay. And that opening, I was like, "Oh, the opening title and space." I'm like, I'm "Sometimes feeling, I'm search feeling good. I'm feeling like we're in good hands." Sometimes here. searchlights find mangled bodies in ditches. <laughs> That's what they're used for. So unreleasable. Yeah. When I saw the space opening, I was like, "You know what? Maybe we got a diamond in the rough here." I didn't know about Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure I didn't it's know in about the Rotten teens. Tomatoes either. It's in the 20. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that would have yeah, that would have queered my whole thing. But. but you know, sometimes things are just misunderstood, and this had pedigree. And Natalie Portman, she commits. Yes, she, she, is, does. she is dialed in, full throttle, yeah. just bringing it. I would like, say she commits to, to that, that accent, first, whatever that accent is. Whatever that accent is. I, I call the accent Florida teeth. Southern fried Paula Poundstone <laughs> is what I call her accent. Okay. And ooh, and well, they had Tignataro in, in there as well, who is who is like, that's the accent that they wanted to get. Yes. like they're like her, like her. Why didn't they have Tignataro? <laughs> Why didn't switch her up? But I it, think the first hour had good Portman though. It, it had it had a lot of smiley face close yep. up, and they even had a fireworks show with her face glowing. They I had Tignataro, really John Hamm, and Nick Offerman, which are the right stuff. Three interesting choices for a insane drama. But I mean, Portman's fully there. She's she's committed to playing this astronaut mm-hmm. who is hyper competitive, and who has a deliciously beta cuck husband oh, played by oh, Dan, Stevens. So, Dan Stevens. So, so Dan Stevens here. What? He's amazing. Dan Stevens here. The, the, the yeah, the husband. Oh, so who is he channeling? Ned Flanders. Like yeah, yeah. But very it was strange so, performance. But it was so good though because like just the guest. Is one of my favorite movies. You've seen The Guest, right, Bishke? No. Oh, oh Jesus. Man. I mean, well, well, Dan, basically, Dan he's like, the, pol- he's like the polar opposite. Like, the guy's like. A he's genius. a chameleon. He's a genius. He's in Downton Abbey. Because he completely, well, like, yeah, played the perfect, yeah, cuck, uh, beta male. So like, basically. Oh, oh, I thought his performance was totally goofy, though. It was, I, oh, it was oh, totally goofy. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, he's but not it was, but it was a quiet, but it, was, but it was quietly heartbreaking, you know? I don't know what movie he was in. Everybody in this film was in a different movie. Yeah, is that a director choice? It said to him, we're going to. The daughter's in a different movie. Or based on someone, you know, these are based, is this based on actual people? Lucy Cola and. So I feel like. Once it locked in, finally, I did remember a news story. It's still fuzzy, but there was a love triangle among astronauts in which mm-hmm. the spurned lover drove an insane amount of distance wearing diapers so she wouldn't have to stop to confront the the other two. Mm. But that part of this plot doesn't lock in until deep deep into the second hour. (laughs) We go an hour and a half. Yes. So, but up until then, we don't know where we are. We are rudderless. We are in space. Speaking of we don't know where we are, what year do you guys think? I spent most of this movie trying to figure out what year it was. Some of the Diane Sawyer haircut, I mean, you know, in the 80s, like, what was going on? Some of the license plates said 08. Initially, I was like, it's 70s. And then I was like, it's 80s? She has a bit of a 70s haircut. It's Sally Ride in the 80s. And yeah. then he's watching Challenger, but then it's a videotape of it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, now it's I think it's, it's mid, soft period. mid-early aughts. Okay. So she goes on this space mission. She sees Earth from above, and it rewires her brain. And nothing at home seems exciting enough for her anymore. It's kind of like people talk about war sometimes. You know, you go to war, you come back, and... 
you know, civilian life just doesn't cut it anymore. Or you, on, a, on a more microcosmic level, you know, someone goes on a road trip, sees America, sure, blows their mind, and oh, I gotta go back to my podunk ass town in yep. Ohio, right, like right. back to my shitty farmhouse. Which is an interesting premise, and John Hamm spells it out halfway through in like what they used as the backbone of the trailer. He's like, you went up there and you looked down and you saw everything for what it is and it blew your fucking mind. <laughs> and oh, now let's fuck. Well, uh, yeah. The inclusion of him makes it really feel like a soap opera to me. Yeah, so she's married to Dan Stevens, who is basically Ned Flanders. <laughs> and John Hamm, the NASA swinging dick, comes walking in and she's instantly smitten. He invites her to bowling. Ooh, they got no chemistry at all. At a certain point, I was like, is this a bowling movie? That was like their Top Gun flourish. Yeah, so they're That's flirting. Flirt, he's teaching her how to bowl. He's getting up behind her. doesn't take long for them to start having an affair. And this all plays out... In not real time, but in a very so slow, slowly. meandering, yeah, like, kind of flat, inert. Oh. There's no momentum at all. No like, tension at all. What is driving the movie all. at this point? Well, you don't know. You don't know. Honestly, the first 20 or 30 minutes, I was like, what the fuck is this about? Right. Like, what are I we kinda, doing here? I mean, I definitely kind of went with it, with it with the NASA training. I thought, like, procedural from thing to thing w- That's was interesting. That's always fun. That's always, like, super fun There's to watch. visuals Especially there, when yeah. they get in the water tank. Like, yeah. I was, I was kind of like, hey, this is... The Ben Affleck be scene again. I can do it, man. I can do it. But her, yeah, her side distractions where she's always like thinking about this guy and like trying to, you know, the John Hamm, the whole love triangle there just really pulls the whole movie in another direction. I feel I like, like the movie came alive when she's out to dinner with her husband and the female object of her competition is in also in the restaurant, another booth. Her husband unknowingly invites oh, her over. Let's invite her over. She's like, yeah, I'm waiting for somebody, I'm style. waiting for somebody. And then John Hamm walks in. He's going to be on a date with this younger woman, and Portman just starts short-circuiting, and it's beautiful. Ooh, like, yeah. that, that was actually the first time I felt the whole theater... Perk up. Perk up, yeah. wake up, yeah. get on top of it. It has, like, a, a quickened pulse. You know, obviously, yes. like, there's a muffle to the soundtrack as well. A quickened pulse. But I heard a stomach gurgle, which I thought was really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really yeah. uh, new to the I, whole I lo- stress. I love how she immediately there. picked up her glass of wine, and you she wanted to down it, but yeah. she could only take, like, the tiniest sip as to not look like she... She was like panicking. That was a great scene. It and was. Oh, yeah. But it's it's in the middle of a movie that seems to be about something else entirely, which I guess you could shoehorn it and really like make it fit with the whole I've seen what else is out there and my Ned Flanders husband isn't enough for me. That kind of works, but the to- tonally it's all over the place. Well, you want Natalie Portman to go crazy. But most of the time, she's just kind of daydreaming. She's almost crazy, and she gets little flashes, and we needed to push that way more. Yeah, like, and quicker, way sooner, <laughs> way sooner. Oh, there was if no that's one, what the movie was going to be about. No when Nan dies, Nan, played by Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn. Who I saw from when they, the opening shot was a cigarette with her mouth, and I was like, And you that, knew it was her? That's Ellen Burstyn. That's yeah. Burstyn. They make yeah. her say some filthy shit in this. She they says, make, fuck her, like a hundred times. They make her say to Natalie Portman, they, they make hmm. Ellen Burstyn say to Natalie Portman, and I quote, all that astronaut dick has made you soft. <laughs> they made her say that. Yeah. And she did it. That's the power of having heat as a director. Like, everybody, like, I could, I could imagine the director sitting down with Natalie Portman and Ellen Burstyn 
and just selling them this line of imagine what it's like to see earth from above what would that do to you what would that do inside of you mm -hmm. you know and they're just like yes 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 but what <laughs> like what the fuck is this before we know it she's going nuts she's reading john ham's emails she's calling him while she knows he's in space and she sees he's going to meet this woman she's jealous of in san diego mm. and she takes her niece her random ass niece that's living with her oh it's not her daughter okay i'm sorry no it's I, her brother's yeah, I, I daughter i know their connection okay. it doesn't matter and she goes to like a convenience store or a dollar store or something and buys like a wig and rope and knives. To, to the tune of My Own Private Idaho. My, my own, own Private Idaho. Idaho. That little like, shopping road movie right in the middle that? of What the fuck was that? With the kidnapping aisle that has everything like knives, hammers, rope, Every, wigs. Wigs? And a nice together. Yeah, real just hair like wig. on one aisle, just yeah, all the, right there. The crime aisle. What were you guys thinking when she was going off the deep end and. I felt it was too little too late. I, I kind yeah. of I kind of realized, oh, sure. like, yeah. damn, this is what the movie should have been about. Like, how crazy yes. would it be Her meltdown, if yeah. it was, like, in Fatal Attraction, you know... They're Glenn, all astronauts. Glenn, yeah, Glenn Close <laughs> is, like, a genius. Like, you know, like, Gus Van Sant's uh, Good Will Hunting or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, it just... She's outsmarting you. It just you. takes, like, a dark turn, yeah, where you replace the, like, the shuttle checklist with the rape kit checklist, you yeah. know, or... I don't know. I, I feel like you could have gone there and centered it around that and created real stakes and tension with John Hammond's as Well, and that's what inspired and, and, the and, movie and he, like, is did that nothing triangle. with it. It's like he had all the ingredients and he was just sitting there kind of toying with them, like picking up the potato, being like, am I going to peel the potato? Am I going to boil the potato? I'll put the potato back. And then he like walks over and he picks something else up. Am I going to cook this? And he doesn't do anything I with it. I think because he wanted it to be about something bigger than a love triangle. But the rubber never hits the road until... She starts flipping out about the love triangle. Like, what is the rest of this movie? It's yeah. just, oh, I mean, and there, you there Natalie was... Portman freaks will have something to look at because Natalie Portman's she face looks, is smiling in the camera the whole time. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of directorial directorial flourishes that are so distracting. I mean, it, no, <laughs> oh, one's, no one okay, said, yeah. let's talk well, about, no one said you couldn't play with the aspect ratio of the yeah. frame. No but one said you couldn't. It's not Dude, just the, the aspect getting, ratio. Were you guys getting motion sickness from the aspect ratio changing every five over, minutes? I, I was over like, the Lodge Master and I was like, I think their feet have been out of focus like the whole movie. Here's the deal. There's center focus. Yeah, Here's, yeah problems. Yeah, Here's the deal. It's not aspect ratio so much as cropping <laughs> they're okay. selectively cropping the image oh, and it's constantly moving it's you, you get a narrow i, four, I never four three to i was really getting sick to my stomach. i never I fully why. got the logic of it but it would go kind of four three when she was really focused on something sometimes and then widen Ooh, out yeah. when uh, i don't I mean, know some like star space wipes. shit was going they were on like the weirdest wipes yeah and then center wipes yeah. and then most of the film was shot with lots of vignetting around the edges mm -hmm. and it gets more and more obscured the deeper into craziness she goes which i mean i was i was fine with there's yeah, there's this... a point where she's first having sex with john ham in the back of his truck and the edges become liquid like yeah. they're not even yeah. they're not even straight it, edge cropped definitely, anymore. I, they, saw you, I saw you lean in when that <laughs> happened. And I thought it was maybe a wind on the screen too. No, yeah. no. But it had a wobbling effect, which just is so junky. I it, I, yeah. I got to invoke the salad dragon here. Hey, it's a dragon attack. 
the Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. Now, I don't know if you guys, I mean, do you guys have any locked and loaded? It was kind I mean, of a weird movie. Oh. Well, I mean, I thought the, I thought it almost ended with it. Is that where we're going? Or that's no? not okay. where I'm going. Okay. I have kind of we can we can cover that. I think I know what it is. Do you think you know what it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what it is. In my, yeah. It's <laughs> it's the moment that really made me lean forward the most. Mm. She is tasked with doing an underwater exercise. Yeah. And what this entails is putting your your spacesuit on and then going underwater in a swimming pool and performing yeah, a task. Upside like down. Upside down, loosening screws on a spaceship panel. And the woman that she's competing with for John Hamm's affections comes out and is like, eight and a half minutes, new record, beat that. Mm-hmm. So Portman struts in there. She goes underwater. There's some sort of breach in her suit. So her helmet starts filling with water, but she's determined to beat the pants off this mm-hmm. this youngster. While she's doing that, we intercut with John Hamm going down on her in his office. Mm-hmm. And she's she's building up to a climax, building up to a climax. They keep cutting back to her oh, performing yeah. her task. Oh, yeah. They're like, her helmet's full of water. She's got no air. She finishes the task. They bring her out, they finally loosen her helmet, and she orgasms precisely when the water gushes out of her helmet. <laughs> that happened with Natalie Portman on a screen that we watched tonight, oh, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. And that there, was a, there was a shuttle takeoff right at a pivotal moment right? <laughs> with the two thrusters. With the yeah, two thrusters. it was like I was back in high school watching, you know, a sex ed movie. <laughs> so that that was my that was my initial moment. But there is a bit of a salad dragon suite at the end when she finally arrives in San Diego. She's supposed to have a gun that her niece thankfully that gun confiscates. Chekhov's yeah. gun, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gun, yeah. But so she she puts on her blonde wig. She puts on a trench coat. It's very, it's very dressed to kill at this point. She has a can of insect spray. And she goes, she sees Ham and, and the lady meet up. He's going to go get the rental car. So there's this long kind of spooky stalking shot where she's following him. And he finally gets in his car. She starts banging on the window and she's like, we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, the whole time, he's just kind of like, whoa, you know, let's just chill, okay? Like, what, what, what are you doing? And the woman comes, confronts confronts them both. He's like, oh, now this is really a big scene. And Portman just sprays John Hamm in the face with insect yeah, repellent. that was coming. He just says, fuck it, guns it into reverse, smashes into a bunch of cars, and just drives off. We never see Ham, yeah. Hammy again. Yeah. 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 That's shit. the end of Ham. Yeah. Such a great exit. And, <laughs> and then what's really weird is Portman goes up to Zazie and is like shaking her and is just talking all manic. And she's like, we got to stick together because no matter how good we are, the men will always win. We always have to work harder. We got to stick together. We got to be better. And I'm like, this is obviously something that Natalie Portman really cares about, you know, like I could imagine she 
is super active in like you know equal pay for women and feminism but the message as conveyed in this movie is a pretty weird package. Well, she's pretty crazy at this she's point. She's crazy! And, I, and I'm pretty in t- I was pretty in tune with her, and then it was pretty Brian De Palma, her running through that parking lot But just slow-mo. the message that she's trying to convey whilst crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, don't, I didn't I pick up on the message. Is really. that helping? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. But then so, she goes to the top of the uh, parking lot gr- structure, and she's a, supposedly jump off, and then her life flashes before her eyes. I thought that the whole thing was pretty... Interesting, the shot of her on the At least something was happening. Yeah, visually, yeah, it picked up. I mean, there were a few odd moments throughout, like there was a green screen, a palooza moment where Mm -hmm. it's kind of like Madonna ray of light video. That I think comes into a practical (laughs) shot too. When she goes to see Grandma. She's zooming around, she's zooming around on the street, the sun's going up. That's a pretty cool shot. I mean, there's a lot of those Terrence Malick flourishes too, where it's just cross-cutting the NASA stuff with her just playing with her, her I guess her niece or whatever. Or yeah, whatever. And yeah. then sun flares and stuff. And that stuff was so distracting and, and, and is kind of expected for these kind of movies. And But it just it just so it like, floats for like an hour and a half. The first hour and a half. I don't Ooh, think you can do I don't think no, you can do that in a movie. I don't not think enough anyone going on. can finish that movie no. alone. Like how, how obscure is this movie going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Like it's, it's going to well, be tough, even for yeah. the Natalie Portman it completionists. Made, on a thirty million dollar budget, it made thirty grand the first weekend. Oh! Yeah. Ooh, that's a kick in the balls. Yeah. Yeah. kick yeah. in the balls and run away. That hurts. That's how much they dumped it. I think oh, it, they all just hurts, come out. Man. They all just come out in the theater for a week just to qualify for some oh. hypothetical Oscar race. Yeah, like this could yeah. Ever play. Portman will get nominated. You no, 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 no. We can't. We can't throw can't. stuff like that. At no, audience and critics. She might get nominated for a Golden Globe musical or comedy somehow. I feel like she's doing some Lucy friends some guy. favors with Box Lux she's and this so this project. Good. It's kind of like you got a movie, let's do it. You know, and she's, yeah. she gives them, you know, three weekends, and they shoot This it. and Fox Lux are just a double downer. Just, yeah. Just a double and there was... But in both, she's, she's there to she's fucking there. do it. She's like, there. She is The material striving. is letting her down. She is striving for greatness. She can be so yeah. bad with, with a bad director. Like, if she has no guidance, she can really go off the rails. I mean, I don't think her performance was bad. She just didn't... Better she didn't have Fox enough Lux, to do. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a downbeat Lucy in the Sky cover oh, in the middle. Of course there was. During, during that green screen section. I felt yeah. like the singer was embarrassed. I thought it, I thought it was like, why? Yeah, this like, guy, like, even for doing this. You're like, well, it's the only place we can put the song. Let's put it here. Oh, oh, it was like, reluctant. It was reluctant. And the song ends with her walking into her dead Nana's hospital room and putting a chair down, and it just abruptly cuts when the chair legs hit the linoleum. Exactly. Well, I mean, she was underwater for two minutes and didn't die. Yeah, (laughs) upside down. Portman could do it. I believed it. See, Uh, I believe her. Her character. She was so committed that I fully believed she could be upside down underwater for two minutes. I wanted to see the scene at the end that they didn't have. They didn't film it, but I wanted to see the scene where one of the detectives has got her in an interview room and is like, "What were you gonna do?" Yeah. With the rope. What was your knife, plan? Mallet, shovel, tarp. Like, all the things that she bought. Like, she's smart, right? She's obviously having a manic episode. Um, but still, you, you like, I would just be curious well, that's to, what see I the, remembered, to see the reaction of her. That's like, what going, I remembered huh? about the actual news story is she was loaded for bear. Like, 
She she was diapered up. She drove all the way across the she country. All that cash. And she had all sorts of shit. Mm. And you just you just you do wonder. And I mean, I they don't, don't give you they don't give you that. All they no, give, they give you is a bee, a beekeeper epilogue. She <laughs> has become a beekeeper. Which is almost kind of creepy and sinister. Like, they're leaving it open for a sequel where it's, like, Lucy in the high with hornets. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what the, yeah, the chrysalis metaphor was she trying kept, to say. She kept watching cri- th- these, her niece's little pods, little, little chrysalis pods open up. The first one opens up, and it's a butterfly, and that's when she really leans into her... They had, uh, a, they had a salad dragon flourish. Yeah, that's yeah, when she, yeah. hand, that's when she really leans into her uh, her affair that she's having with John Hamm, and she really thinks she's on the right path. She's blossoming, but then the second one opens, and it's what is it? Little hornets, little flies, little little wasps, little wasps. baby wasps, little wasps, and she flips out, and then she goes and buys all the shit and drives to San Diego for her crime spree. So. I don't know. There, there's a lot going on here, but I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to care or even no. really look into it or think too deeply. How can you be a big I mean, fan of this one? Yeah, what blows my mind is you're watching it, and and I just assumed that Noah Hawley, the director, wrote it himself, like just he alone. Yeah. Because it just felt so half baked, or like he, like I don't know, it felt like a first draft kind of script. But then you get to the credits. There's three credited writers that all work together, right? And then you've got maybe seven to ten producers. One of which. Including Reese Witherspoon. The salad dragon herself. Oh, yeah. oh I didn't so, see that. So there's a lot of input here, creatively. Yes. There's a lot of people coming up with ideas. This there's a went lot of people. A lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and again, like the, the fatigue yeah. of Ad Astra, First Man, Inter- oh, sure. Interstellar, The Martian. You know, it goes. This is on. like it, the it, grease trap of all that fatigue, yeah. space fatigue. Yeah, we're dogging so like, Astra. What are you gonna bring? <laughs> what are you gonna bring to this? And it's like, man, there is this this nugget of fatal attraction, and if you just kind of milked it as like a yeah. B picture, but like made it about the performances, made yeah. it about like this real drama. And you make got it the about niece. make you, it about geniuses, like yeah, you said. Yeah, you got John Hamm, you got Zazie Beats, you got the mm-hmm. niece, you got Dan Stevens. It's like, oh Dan man. Dan Stevens is ready you to got, play. You got all the fruits and vegetables just right in front of you. You got Tig Notaro. And, 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 and you're looking at the salt going like, maybe we just put more salt in the water. <laughs> On that note, let's go to them Lucy Bones. Uh, Lucas in the sky, what do you have to say? Dude, I was all over the map with this. You were like, awake. Like, I was awake. I had to lean were, forward yeah, for the last perched. 30 minutes because I was I thought Bishki was asleep. We were taking, we were doing welfare checks on each other. We to make were. Sure yeah, we, were yeah, all we looked alert. a lot. There was a lot yeah. of stirring like, back Because, yeah, it was the first 20 or 30 minutes I had to really just, it's like you're getting forced to sit down when you don't want to sit down. Like, I had to really just, like, accept the fact <laughs> time, that, we weren't, that we weren't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah like, we're stuck. To, we're sitting down now. And so when that opening credit in space se- sequence started, I was like, wow, this is four bones. Like, this is mm. fucking big budget. Yeah. This is Natalie Portman looking like yeah. a million bucks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's looking being, like 30,000 bucks. Yeah, and it's beautiful <laughs> close-up and of it, her. And it's being true to, like, the science, you know, because there's no sound or it's like all you hear is the breathing. And I'm like, all right, I can, I can deal yeah. with this. And then all of a sudden, like, you get back to Earth. 
the and screen starts cropping. And yeah, I can't. Yeah, they're 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 <laughs> everything tight. everything below their their waist is out of focus for artistic reasons, I guess. Yeah. But it makes me think I'm going blind, and I'm like not Black sure. If, if, yeah, if I'm supposed to be seeing it like that, or if it's just the fucking AMC projectors taking a dump. <laughs> yeah, that could uh, very well be. Totally be screen, screen thirteen doesn't get a lot of love. No. Oh. But what was odd was I was like, God. Like, Natalie Portman's performance is for Bones. Like, she's so fucking good. And yeah. we are so lucky to have her. And, yeah. like, to, to see her in these kind of movies. Because she really is not doing, like, bullshit. Like, I mean, I mean, maybe she is. I don't know. It just seems like with Vox Lux and now this, it's like she's just only working to really challenge herself. And, yeah, I just wish the movie was better. So... Oh, this what is are you tough. doing? You I don't know. The tone here. This is so. This is all over the map. Like at one point, I was like, "This is a fucking wolf." Like, how did yeah. this get ooh, made? Ooh. But then I was like, "No, no, no." Yeah. Like, there is a good idea here somewhere. So it's a bone at least, and mm. the performance is like a half a bone. <laughs> I, I give it like one and a half bones. One and a half. All right. But the Nathan mm. in the sky with diamonds. Oh yeah, I mean. I, I can second that. You roll with it at first. You're like, hey, we've been here, you know, with Portman, you know, with like Annihilation, which I, I do enjoy Annihilation. Oh, but, but to have her in we'll a strong female it. role, like a leadership role, uh, I was with it for a while. I was like the NASA training. Hey, all the NASA sure. nerds are going to love this. Who doesn't love NASA training sequences? You know, I thought, hey, they're going to, and, and I was like, I was kind of looking at it through clenched eyes or yeah. clenched teeth. Yeah. And I was like, is this real? Is this is this how they train? Is this accurate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, he's got a box lunch, you know, and then when John Hamm comes in, he's referred to as a divorced action figure, which I loved. I love yeah. yeah. Who likes and to go fast. Trim. Who likes to go fast. <laughs> um, but he's doing, the, he's like, okay, he has an alcohol problem. And, and I was like, oh, that's John Hamm. Like, and he that, watches the Challenger yeah. explode so over he's, and over. He's that, just, that was another salad dragon. You know, yeah. man spreading throughout the movie. Uh, <laughs> and she's eating it up, which, which is like, she, she seems so it. smart. So this whole, I was trying to go like this rapid twist into this drama, this soap. And I just was like, no, nah, this sucks. This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of drifted, you know, yeah. I kind of looked at you guys. I was yep. like, man, you know. But, uh, but coming back to it, every time I came back to it, every scene was very fully realized. Uh, they had incredible, like, the, the ships and the, the the opener had, like, a three-dimensional, I, I thought, I don't know, it was maybe a model. It just looked, it looked beautiful to me. It never topped its opening. And I, and I could, <laughs> I, yeah, it never topped this, like, amazing opener. So... For her performance, too. I, I'm a Portman lover. A lot of good Portman in this. You know, a lot of good Portman here, smiling, you know. And that second, the second half, got I got Britney Spears vibes, yeah. you know, going crazy. You know, that's kind of the vibe of that, that last act. So I'm a, I'm a bone, because I just didn't One bone. Myself. One singular bone. No <laughs> back, halves needed. Throw it back up in the atmosphere. Brother Bishke, I have no idea where you're going to be coming from here. You sometimes root for these underdogs, and I know you love well, me some Natalie. Ooh. I love me some Natalie. I love me some space movies, but this was not a space movie. I got <laughs> the trailer said it was a space movie, and Natalie going crazy. Yeah. Well, Natalie does go crazy, but not to the last half hour, and space was not involved very much. <laughs> um, that big dick oh, energy. But Natalie, Natalie was heavily involved. Yeah. Very proud of her for going for it. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and, and I uh, oh. enjoyed enjoyed her descent into madness. And um, and she was, you know, she's always going for the Oscar. She doesn't care yeah. what she's in. She's she wants that Oscar. And uh, so she gets a full bone. Full bone and for Natalie. But hold on, hold on. And then the visuals mm. were, were mixed and matched and 
I like some of the flourishes because it was sure. keeping me at least partially engaged through yeah. the first 90 minutes of boredom, but... Yo, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it just made me think of something. There was a scene where someone was like, what is this, a job interview? And in my brain, I was like, that's what this movie is. This whole movie feels like a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> You're being judged. Visually, though, I'll give it a half... I can't give it a full oh, bone. Because sure. the aspect ratio shit was weird yeah. and nauseating for some reason yeah um and then uh you still stacking these bones so and then and then i'm gonna go and and, and form another no i'm kidding i'll, I'll give it one I'll, I'll join brother lucas to give it one and a half one and one half yeah. bones. one and one half you know what that's the perfect fucking rating for this movie mm-hmm. there's no i i really it is a perfect one and one half you can't go higher it's toying yeah. with respectability while still lurching in the gutter often lacking standard cinematic devices can't recommend like this but with its mind on the stars <laughs> you can't yeah. recommend this to anyone. no i'm not recommending no, no i'm liked, never gonna talk of this i liked seeing portman kind of losing control a bit in in like a trashy love triangle situation i there's so much possibility there and she's so dialed in that you just yearn you yearn for the movie that has the guts to just be about that don't slather on this pretentious bullshit on top of it like the performers you have cast will naturally rise the material even if it's tawdry lurid love triangle soap opera stuff Mm. you just have to trust it if the last 30 minutes would have been the tone of the film or at least informed the first hour and a half it it would have been a completely different story but one and one half bones for me i oh god i hope i never encounter this movie again (laughs) i don't want to see even a minute of this again but If anybody ever mentions this movie, like in passing, if I hear it on the street, if I see an old billboard that should have gotten taken down, you know, a year ago, and it's Lucy in the Sky, I'm going to smile. Because it's just, it's just one of those movies where it's just like, what was that? Uh And... I couldn't have hoped for a better birthday experience. Uh, this was great. Yeah, I love right, just right, yeah. I love just walking walking away. blindly into the abyss with you guys. It's, yeah, it's deep so space, great. man. Space. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get. Madness. And next time, yes. next time, old theater thirteen at the Burbank sixteen comes up. We we know to be on guard. We'll have yeah. to bring a beach towel to lay down <laughs> yeah. and like sit on. BYO towels. Yeah. Oh my god. Definitely. I want so much DNA. You guys wash your clothes. That is a fact. Like I said theater respect. thirteen where movies go to die. Well, <laughs> love and light to y'all, and uh, thanks for making this birthday extra special. Shine, shine bright like a diamond. Okay to go. <laughs>
whiffs of Marwan.